Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I'm Pat Bolger. I'm Mark Hudson. Pet Filler. Welcome to another episode of the Pack Filler Podcast, home to every bad or dumb ass who's ever straddled a top tube. You can be a part of the show on Facebook, Twitter, or dumb old email at info at packfiller.com. Listen while working, training, or just sitting and sipping a cold one. And now your hosts, Pat Bulger and Mark Hodgson. Well, they're officially f- full of... God, let me try that again. They're officially full of more shit than the entire temporary population of Tampa, Florida. And you know them as... Pack Filler! Hey, everybody. It's the RNC... <laughs> the Republican National Con? <laughs> the Republican Con? Convention? Oh, I thought you were going to say Congress, the C word. I thought you were uh, going to say the C word. No, no, they're ankles. <laughs> no, an ankle is? No. Should we get the explicit rating right now? <laughs> Close the door behind you. <laughs> we're going for explicit right out of the chute. You know, you know what an ankle is, right? What? Well, first it's a Republican, but an ankle is about three feet below a cunt. <laughs> I don't know if that's explicit. That might be worse than explicit. That's worse. But I uh, no, I uh, <laughs> I tried to listen to some of the Republican convention, oh, and God. it's bad. Hi, I mean, everybody. Welcome to the Pack Filler Podcast in the Pack Filler Studios. I'm Pat Bulger. Ankle. I'm Mark Hodgson. <laughs> Calf. <laughs> um, oh my God. Probably cut that. No, I won't. You won't cut that. No, I won't cut it. This show is that we we do this show live. We it do is this show explicit. live. It is explicit, and we do this show live. So and what are you to do? all of our female listeners, both of you, um, yeah, no, we I, have a lot more. I will apologize for the use, use of that word. That is actually a word I got from my um, staff. Well, the Brits use it. Ankle. Oh no, no the um, other one. Well, I don't usually use the c word. I don't like it. I don't either. I don't. I don't really like it. I think no. it's 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 just not very nice. And yeah. It's an ugly word. But if I'm really mad about something, I will I will use 
the ankle word, and really? that's what it really means. Okay. I've never heard that one before. <laughs> and so for that reason, I, I say it. Hey, I think this is a perfect time to thank our sponsors. Ooh. Thank you to Dave McQuillan over at the Supper <laughs> Fest. Uh, videos. Uh, Dave, I, I did see something recently working on new videos, and uh, which means as the season approaches for us to all get off our bikes and get on our bikes indoors, uh, Dave will have plenty of reasons for us to curse his holy name. And uh, also, thanks to Road ID. Go to uh, packfiller.com, click on the Road ID link, buy yourself a Road ID, and I can afford to buy Mark beer for yet another week. Yes. And uh, we're going generic today. I have to admit, I'm I'm really generic. I mean, and I can't believe I'm calling this generic. It's generic by Northwest Northwest yeah. standards. Yeah, we're 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 enjoying the good old classic Fat Tire Ale. I'm yeah. do, I I actually have never disliked Fat Tire, and I've always liked you know it's always been kind of one of those go to beers. It's a fine beer. Yeah, yeah. that's good. And and with all the help they had with the U.S. Pro Cycling Challenge recently. Um, I thought I'd, you know, I thought I'd bring them in. I think they put their money where their mouth is. They you do. Know? I mean, they really have, and they, and they've always kind of stayed true. So no, but yeah. huge props to Fat Tire. Yeah, yeah, it's good not, stuff. Not really a sponsor of the show yet. No, uh, yet. New Belgian Brewing. You know, call Just it up, throwing it out there. Yeah, exactly. We'll we'll stop using the c word if you sponsor us. Yeah. Just saying, I will Coors? stop it. Go well, suit with Coors or. <laughs> Coors is a C word. Or misspelled kokanee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, we, we never said we were smart. Yeah. Hey, on the on the show today, we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about the elephant in the room, and I'm sure you might be ad nauseum about the elephant in the room. Um, we're gonna yeah. talk about some other things beforehand, but your what? alcoholism. My <laughs> yes, we're gonna bring it up finally. I can't Could get enough get the of the hooch. <laughs> Can we get the collars? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I didn't know this is an intervention. I would have brought my I would have brought my my notepad. Or <laughs> It's notepad. You have notes? No, just a list. Okay, <laughs> of all the things you do wrong here's, on booze. Here's what's wrong with you, Pat, and You're, what's you, right with me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Now, hand me another beer. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, you know, I'd probably do wonders for my training if, if this were an intervention. But eh, Next show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you been doing any training? training? Yeah. Uh, a little bit. A little yeah? bit, yeah. What? Um, boxing. I forgot your boxing. Yeah, I did a little boxing and uh, been doing some swimming. There was a mark sighting at the pool. Um, that is an interesting combination. I think I've said it a hundred times before. Maybe they can create some sort of a new event that combines boxing and swimming. It's nice because I'm mediocre at both. And so <laughs> um, I'm in no danger of beating anyone up and <laughs> I swim slower than everyone else. But uh, no, I, I've, I've done a little bit of boxing and stuff and... It's. I, I swear, the more I box, the less I ever want to get into a fight. Oh God! I know. I I can't do. that. Oh my word! Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Fighting's no fun. It's got to be a brutal workout, though. I can only imagine. I think we've talked about this in terms of the boxing, especially upper body. I mean, I finally started. I just said screw it, and I started lifting my upper body more than I ever have. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I'm already seeing, and I, and it's not because of the booze. I'm already seeing a weight gain. Oh well. Okay. All right, Arnold. Yes. You? I'm tired of, of being wimpy, so I'm going to lift with upper body. I've been doing the pull-ups, the chin-ups, and the dips. Get in the chopper. <laughs> and it's now. I'm feeling much stronger than I have been, but I have a feeling it's going to suck on the climbs. Does it suck when you just sit around and, like, your wife's in the room? Get in the chopper now. <laughs> I mean, that's all you can say. <laughs> 
<laughs> Usually I'm holding up my coffee cup and she gets it and she like, grabs it and fills it uh, and then spills it in my face. That's cool. Um, no, lifting is great. I've actually wanted to start that. I, I've even considered a personal trainer. We've talked about this a lot too. I've considered a personal trainer. Michelle's doing it. My wife is. She's doing the personal trainer. Likes it. Yes. Uh, two times a week. Ooh. And uh, she's actually, she, you know, she's coming home with, oh, my God. Yeah. You know, sore, and I'm acclaiming it to be adultery. But um, she, no, I think. She's been she, married a while. Yeah, exactly. You know. And so, um, no, she's doing it. And then I've always, I don't need it because, in all honesty, like we talked about on the show, I have enough motivation. I guess I, I kind of stutter step there. But um, I know my way around a weight room well enough, I think, to get enough benefit for it but that doesn't mean the motivation is is maybe something i could use i could cross-examine you all day on this I mean, yeah, okay we've been there our listeners I are know. tired of this conversation they are they are let's move on pat, i am training for a half marathon pat you ignorant slut i am not <laughs> um what's the half marathon um i, I did, did i do it last year i don't know if i did it last year did. leavenworth when it's uh during Oktoberfest. hello Oh my god! Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Leavenworth, for those of you not in is there our a marathon immediate area, uh, yes, there is. Hmm. Um, uh, what's a what's the date? I'm gonna have to look it up. Well, I mean, you're doing it. You're well, promoting it. Obviously, it's a good race. You've done it twice. I have, and it's it's a lot of fun. It is um, obviously September, um, and uh, as October I Oktoberfest is always in September. Yes. It's usually the tail end of September. Yeah. Yeah. I was just curious. That was something I was going to ask you about. 2012 Leavenworth Oktoberfest Marathon is going to be shit. In October. (laughs) Saturday, October 6th. (laughs) But the traditional, from what I recall, Oktoberfest was... Getting the chopper now. (laughs) It's always celebrated before October. Because but, it's called Oktoberfest, and so naturally it would happen in September. You're being an ass. But what is Oktoberfest for? I don't know. Drinking beer and sausages. Getting in the chopper. And, and throwing up everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, regardless of when it is, the event is a lot of fun. It's kind of a rolling course. Leavenworth, oh, cool. Leavenworth Washington, for those of you who are not in our immediate area, um, is this cool little Bavarian town in the middle of Washington amongst the mountains. And it's it's a lot of fun. That you, you finish, you get, the, of course, the shirt. The metal is kick-ass. It is a glorified really? bottle opener. Ooh. Yeah. So then you, you waddle downtown and have a couple Oktoberfest ales to gain back everything you had just lost. Nice. Yeah, it's brutal. It's and there's sausage, I hope. Oh, shh. No, never mind. I was just thinking something else. Because there is another event I want to talk about before we get into the elephant in the room. Okay, well, okay. But well, I'm training got, for that we've one. We've got that, and you're training for that. And what's the time you're hoping for? I am hoping to finish. I'm not, exactly. I'm not hoping for anything glorif- glorifying. I mean, to be honest, everybody knows about my stance on running. Uh, it's something I, I do, but only because I have to. So let's start at three hours. Could you do it under three hours? Yeah. I'm pre- okay. I'm, you know, I like to do around seven thirty, eight minute miles. Oh, that's decent. You know, nothing great, but, you know, that's, kick that's along. That's stout. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you're looking at like a 145? You, uh, you, I don't do math. All right. I was told there would be no math. I have to do it in my head. I, I was out for a run two days ago, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's my age, my new shoes, or the fact that I am not destined to be a runner. Popped a calf muscle. Ooh, mid-stride. that hurts. That hurts. I never have it happen before. 
I'm just oh Jesus! Usually you can feel it like stretch on the on the stride before, and then it goes pop. Oh man, this hurt, and it's still a little tender. It takes a little while, does it? Yeah, it takes oh, a couple shit. weeks actually. You oh, might want to you might want to think of the elliptical because that's very good training. Rather than injuring yourself further. But, I mean, you know what you're doing. I mean, yeah. you can get around the weight room. I haven't been lifting my calves, smart ass. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> but, actually, I've, I've, I've run into that stuff. And, like, anything with stress fractures or anything else, the actual oh, machine shit, that, I that, that I would think isn't that great is kind of a lifesaver for almost every athlete on the planet, cyclists included, the elliptical. It's, I hate it. I hate indoor machines. I honestly do. You, yeah, well, I mean, just see how well you can run on it. If you're having yeah. trouble, the, the elliptical can actually – or you could run in a pool, which I've done that too. And that's um, – that that makes turbo training really look interesting and fun. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm trying to think. I don't have an access to a pool. That's going to be problematic for your running in a pool part. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Y is good. I mean, because I quit pools. the Y. Well, that's good. I joined another one up here that's closer. Anytime Fitness or something like that. I no, I joined Snap. Yeah, that one. Snap. Yeah, Snap. It's a it's a chain. It's a twenty four hour seven. Oh, you just like swipe a card and you go in. Yeah, yeah. And there's and nobody there. Yeah, sometimes there's people there, but most of the time, you know, during the day they staff it, but at night it's just all video cameraed out, so mm-hmm. they that's can't cool. catch me lifting with my shirt off. Oh, that's cool. Nobody needs to see that anyway. Well, it's not bad. I mean, you look better. You look good. You look svelte. <laughs> Just saying that. Nah, it's a nice shirt, though. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I just nice. bought that for work. I appreciate that you finally wore a shirt during the show. I love that we're having visual gags during a uh, audio-only podcast. Well, we have faces for radio. So <laughs> we do. We we've do. said that many times, but we do have faces <laughs> for radio. <laughs> hey, I promised. Uh, speaking of announcing events and things like that, and I want to talk to you about this too, and see if we, you know, we can pull a cameo or something like that. H- coming up in our lovely Spokane, Washington, the eighth of September. Mm-hmm. A month before the Oktoberfest Marathon. I, that's why I was creeping out a little bit earlier. The Lilac City Twilight Criterium. Spokane is bringing back a downtown crit, but it's twilight. It's nighttime, baby. It's impressive. Yeah, and um, I, you know, and I, I want to kind of bang the drum because uh, Alan Jacob, a friend of mine who's who's the race director for it, he's trying to get volunteers for this thing. I mean, this is. This is big. I mean, this is the week of Spokefest. Did you offer to announce that for free even? No. We should. I am announcing it. Don't tell them. Oh, you are announcing yeah, it? Yeah, but not for free. Well, they're paying? Yeah. Oh. So that's why I want to talk to you about that. Maybe have well, you I, come good, and do a little cameo. Good information to know. Yeah, now that you're now that you're offering to do it for free, do I'd you want do to do that for free. Me? I would totally do that for free. <laughs> yeah, I'll announce. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'd love to be a part of that. I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a great race. It's bringing downtown crit back to Spokane. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, just deal with us. Um, back in our heyday, Spokane had the Washington Trust Cycling Classic, uh, yeah, the Olympic Trials, and uh, the highlight of that race was always the downtown crit. And uh, we've got a great downtown community for it. I think it's going to be really interesting to see a crit going from 6 to 10 p.m. on a Saturday night in downtown Spokane. We have a great downtown for it. Yeah. But, you know, I can only imagine what it's got to be like trying to marshal a downtown crit during drinking hours on a Saturday evening, uh, the, you know, the pubs and everything like that. It's going to be it's going to be epic. It? Street lights. Yeah. Um Yeah. 
They're talking. Uh, they're talking a big screen TV, maybe to show some of the course and where it's going around. They're, um, you know, they're asking me about power needs earlier today. Lots. I, yeah, exactly. But I, I don't know if he's going to be able to have sustainable power. So, you and I are probably, gonna, you know, again, we're talking shop and a show that's about cycling. But yeah, you can't hear people turn yeah. it off. No, but should be great. And if you are in the area, sign up for it. Go to our friends at SpokaneRocketVelo.com is the name of the site that is putting this whole thing together. And uh, give it a give it a look. See, uh, sign up for it or come volunteer with it and. Um, it's it's going to be a fun one. I think it's wow. going to be cool. Yeah, right. so good to see that. Um, also on the calendar, the Grand Columbian for the week after that, um, that's going to be another one, one of those ultra, ultra long distance, brutal kind of events. That'll and be it, a fun day it's, for you. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, 5 a.m. to 12.30 a.m. And there's a, there's a uh, I believe, a ultra, ultra Ironman. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's a treat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just in case you did not insult and beat yourself to death enough, let's add extra distances onto it. Nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, you ready? Ready. <sighs> it's time to talk about the elephant in the room. It is time to talk about what everybody's probably ad nauseum talking about, and we didn't have a chance to it, so screw you. It's our turn. Um, just last week, in case you were living under a rock somewhere, Lance Armstrong gave up the fight with the USADA, basically uh, claiming, if you, Mark, chime in and tell me if I'm full of shit or not, claiming a, a not a no contest, but a, I'm not going to even bother, and accepting a lifetime ban, including all the way back to 1998, which includes all of his Tour de France wins, and the uh, Dauphine Libre, and I think one or two other races that were included in those years due to a doping allegation that he is basically now admitting to i don't know but um where are we going to go with this man well i could um, start i could start by this part um correct me if i'm wrong you should google this while i'm talking i will the first thing that comes to my mind and maybe tonight's show will be a bit of a rant for me yeah did the usada exist in 1998 i do not think that it did. I don't believe it existed until it was actually endorsed by Congress sometime in the mid-2000s at best. So I have a hard time taking an agency that did not exist and then suddenly is able to conduct an investigation whereby they choose... There, there's so many different issues here. I, I, I don't want to start, but they choose the arbitrators. Began operations in 2000, October 1st, 2000. Okay, 2000. So they're going back. I'm My bad. My bad. But I don't think they started their investigation of Lance until the mid-2000s. I really don't think they did. No. So they don't even start their investigation until the mid-2000s, and somehow they're claiming jurisdiction over events they didn't even exist for. I am on the USADA website here, and I'm going to read you the about statement they have here. The U.S. Anti-Doping Agency is a national anti-doping organization for the Olympic movement in the United States. Stop there. Movement. What does that even mean? Got me. It is an, the official. It is not a United States government entity. The U.S. Congress recognized USADA as, quote, the official anti-doping agency for Olympic, Pan-American, and Paralympic sport in the United States. Okay, so Lance Armstrong cannot compete in the Paralympics even though he only has one ball. <laughs> 
Let's get that on the table right now. Okay, folks, there is no Paralympics He's for Lance. banned even though he has a special saddle. He could probably compete in whatever Paralympic sport he wanted and do quite well. Yeah. But not now, folks. Why is – I mean, and this is more rhetorical. I don't know. We could probably answer this. Um, and, you know, and I think eventually you and I are going to have to take sides on, on what we think about Lance anyway. But why is a U.S. company pursuing events from Europe? Why are they chasing down results from the Tour of France. There, there is no two sides on us on this one because I don't know why you would have any jurisdiction to do that. Um, I look at things from a court of law perspective. For instance, like we live in Washington State. Yes. If you live in France, I cannot sue you in Washington State if you've never been here. There, there's no way that a U.S. organization, which is really the same as PAC filler or yeah. anything else – it's just if Pac Filler got endorsed by the Congress, that would be great, It'd be a high honor. We could wear a medal around our neck, but it would not confer upon us any sort of authority by law. Yeah. It doesn't give us anything other than Congress gave us a stamp of their approval, which, by the way, just throwing this out there, I believe Congress's approval rating right now is 36%. Google that. Um, <laughs> I believe it is. I believe it's 36%. So this Congress has endorsed. Yes. We don't even want them. On top of it, there was a federal investigation, over $14 million invested in a federal investigation that was canceled due to lack of evidence against Mr. Armstrong. And that was a court of law, and it wasn't even – and this is the interesting part. In that U.S. Department of Justice, their standard, I believe, in this type of investigation would have been what's called a preponderance of the evidence. Now, Whoa, you're getting technical uh, on me. Well, I'm not I'm I'm gonna go ahead and clear that up. When you get to a preponderance of the evidence, it's most likely that it happened. Fifty one percent, a little bit more than a coin toss. Okay? They couldn't get there. Yeah. They couldn't get there. Now now keep in mind, let's talk about the difference between these two agencies, okay? If you are wanted by the USADA, you can tell them to F off. Fuck off. We're already explicit. We're explicit. You can tell them to go to hell, okay? Now, if the U.S. Department of Justice wants to talk did. to you, no, the U.S. Department of Justice wants to talk to you, yeah. I would suggest, as your lawyer, to <laughs> talk to them because they have the FBI. Ask Osama bin Laden how well it worked to hide <laughs> from the FBI. <laughs> it, uh, the last thing you might see is a Navy SEAL. And so <laughs> I'm telling you, there's one that's more powerful than the other. You know, yeah, USADA. Yeah. There's one that has virtually no power by law and no standards by which to judge something true or not. The one that actually has standards and is held accountable, that actually has real power and only had to beat the coin toss, said no. They they pulled it out. Yeah, They pulled the plug. They said no. Like a they virgin s- on prom night. Uh, just, absolutely. And, oh, yeah, <laughs> they did the right thing. They said, okay, I stop. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't try to keep playing just the tip. They just <laughs> – they said, I stop. And they did it. They did the right thing. Yeah. Whereas USADA had no accountability either. Just because Congress endorsed them does not mean that they necessarily answer to Congress. And that's something that should definitely be brought to light. There is a huge difference between Department of Justice, i.e., you know, shoot yeah. you, um, and USADA. They are completely different agencies, and the USADA is not a government agency. So 
and okay, so what are they going to be getting from this? What would what is the benefit of the USADA to continue this? It's hard to say because every agency has an agenda. I mean, no matter what they do, they have an agenda. And obviously, Lance Armstrong was an agenda. I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah, no, I, and I don't either. And then, you know, I guess a lot of these questions I'm just kind of throwing out for, you know, maybe our listeners would be able to chime in on this because I, I don't see a purpose for pursuing something, correct me if I'm wrong, beyond the statute of limitations. Well, what's the statute of limitations? Because Lance never broke a law. And, and no. that's, that's what I, what I want to get people's minds around is that a statute of limitations generally is whatever the crime is plus the time. And so, for instance, something by deception. If I were to steal money from you okay. right now, you'd have three years in the three. state of Washington. You'd have three years to come after me. If I took it from you and tricked you, you'd have six. That's as bad as it gets, folks, under law. You'd have six years. Here they go back 14 years – just because they say they can, and there's no law that allows them. To me, that is absolutely always wrong. Whether you like Lance Armstrong or not, it's always wrong because you've taken something, somebody with no legal authority, like it's it's like Cosmopolitan magazine yeah. saying Pat Bolger should be stripped of his house. Because he's too effing good looking. No, because let's and say he won't you, pose for our magazine. Well, let's say you cheated on a test in college. You, let's how, just say you did that. Mark, don't how did you? Uh, sociology is a hard class. I okay. mean, it's okay. tough. I mean, Good. but thanks. Bring um, up the subject. Yeah. Okay. I mean, son yeah. of a bitch. Not like you ever took math. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> you, I know my way around a weight room, though. I know my way. Around. I don't need you. And so, <laughs> but let's just say you cheated in college and then cosmopolitan magazine says you know what you lose your house pat bulger because yeah. i say so not because i have any basis in law or fact to do it and there's no due process none and there's no disclosure of witnesses there's no disclosure of evidence and in fact they spin their results i'm so there's a threat of disclosure of witnesses do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and here's the kicker. I mean, oh, I want to protect, say, George Hincap. Yeah, George I mean, is I just imagine, retired. Okay, well, yeah, he's he's getting out of the way. Yeah. But here's here's the thing that pisses me off. If Lance was dirty, what are the odds that George Hincap was clean? And are we stripping his victories? Okay, now you're getting into it. Now you're also looking back to um, who are they? Okay, they stripped the Tour de France victories from Lance, okay? They who stripped they everything. Give, who do they give it to? That is something I posted on a, on a Facebook page. Who the, the hell other day. are they going to give it to? Let's be honest. That decade was very likely the dirtiest decade in cycling history. If not one of, if not the, maybe one of the. Bullshit. Um, back to the 1930s, the the athletes were saying, "What you think we do this on bagels?" No, but what I'm saying is, I it is it was dirty. Everybody has either been busted or will be busted. You're going to have to go down a family tree to trace down to an athlete who was clean during those tours. You won't even have to go to a family tree. You'll have to go to those people's children who didn't race. Yeah, I mean, you'll have to be like giving it away in test dates. We're, <laughs> <laughs> well, we're at this point just hanging around the belly for a while. What it was? Um, no, they relegated those. Events which men bled out their eyes for, yeah. and and oh by the way, we're all clean according to the drug testing at the time. And, yes. Oh, and here's the kicker. Here's the real motherfucker of this thing <laughs> is that they don't have a positive test. 
Yeah, no, have, 500 times the man has been tested. No, no, no. Over. The USADA does not have a positive test. No, nobody does. They have what looks that could be positive for doping. Yeah. They do not have a definitive positive test. And so... And they have testimonial from proven... And I'm not going to bash them, but the, from proven liars. T- Tyler Hamilton busted twice for drugs. Um, and a lifetime ban. And a long lifetime. Long before this. Yeah. And we've got um, Floyd, who was busted for testosterone. After he lied. Thrown out. Yeah. After he lied and said about it. So I guess the, you know, the next best thing is to bring him down. I'm not saying he did it or didn't do it. I'm going to talk about that here in a minute. Yeah, we can talk about that. I, 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 I'm, I'm a little... Um... I'm a little, yeah. Anyway, we'll go, we'll go there. But I guess my problem isn't with Lance Armstrong, and I don't know if there's that much likable about Lance Armstrong as a person. I mean, my understanding is, as far as his charitable work, oh, awesome, thumbs yeah. up, yeah, thumbs up to the guy. I, I, I've heard him to be abrasive and everything else, and mean, and he, he crushes other people. I don't know the man from one way or the other. All I do is I see a great athlete and someone who did a lot of good in the world, and. To watch them be destroyed without due process, I'm I'm a lawyer. Shoot, I'll donate my time. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll put my money where my mouth is. I would do anything to sue the ADA right now, yeah. the USADA. I mean, I, I would actually do anything to expose those people as the frauds that they obviously are. I don't think there is one Olympic athlete that should be disqualified from now until eternity by the USADA. I think it's a joke, and that's what I'm worried about is prospective. There is no due process for any of the athletes that these assholes will target next and and so that's the issue for the show that should be the problem isn't okay lance the water is under the bridge and and okay we'll get to the part about whether he's dirty or not what about someone else who gets accused i mean it's great when he's kind of a controversial figure what if it's you Absolutely. I mean, how, what's to stop them now if this is going to establish some sort of a precedent where they can continue on and pressure somebody until they give up or they quit or they or go back 14 years later and say, I can test these samples now. And it looks positive to me, but there's absolutely no criteria one for storing the samples. Yeah. <laughs> so so that's a problem. There's no control group that I know of. And I mean, what what samples are they using that are clean from 14 years ago? Yeah, no. What samples? What is the control group on that on that scientific experiment that you're using? Because apparently you're using science. I doubt it, but I guess you're using something. I mean, maybe he he looked. Maybe they took a picture and he looked stoned on that day. I don't know. What is the motivational factor for this? I mean, I guess we keep coming back to why. Why are they doing this? Where where is it gaining them? Yes, okay, Lance Armstrong personally, it seems like, from my extent, to be kind of an a hole. He's got that fast asshole kind of a mentality to him. We've talked. You about have that. to, yeah. You have to be extremely selfish to achieve some of these things. I think there are a lot of fast assholes in the world out there um but other than a personal vendetta what are they gaining out of this i think i have the answer to that and i think that's the precise problem with the usada the problem with the usada is that they looked at lance armstrong as the mount everest of takedowns and they did whatever it took to go ahead and get him because maybe they saw something wrong. Maybe they saw something that needed, you know, changing in their minds without due process of law or fact. And they went after him. And that's the problem is that it was so arbitrary. There's no standard for the USADA to spend their resources on Lance Armstrong, an athlete 
who is not competing in the Olympics, who is not currently doing anything. They're going to take him down for everything. And then they have the audacity without even testing the samples from 1998. Yeah. There's no, there's no basis for what they've done. I mean, they've gone, it's, it's just a bridge too far. And, uh, and, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm sad that my country has that tacked on to them. I'm sad that my country has that agency in it. So uh, is sci- what, now we're looking at what Lance is doing, and um, you know, this is turning into me interviewing you because you know a lot about this kind of sh- you know at least the legal aspect of it. What is what is Lance's what is up his sleeve? Why why this tactic all of a sudden out of nowhere? Is there a benefit for silence being the best fight? I don't know. Um, I mean, other than martyrdom, what is it going to give him? Well, I, I do, I do have to. In this case, maybe I'm jumping on the wrong, the wrong train here. But one, what was he going to do? He had to prove a negative. Yeah. Um, so he had to prove that he didn't have weapons of mass destruction, just like Iraq after they'd been invaded. We destroyed the co- country yeah. and said, "Oh, sorry. I, I guess you yeah. didn't have those. Yeah. Um, our bad." Um, well, I guess we'll leave in 10 years. And, and I think that was the situation he had. But what, what was he supposed to do with – if he had taken it in front of the USADA, he would have gone in front of the arbitrators that were, that were picked by Tiger, Travis Tiger. Is yeah. that his name? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it would be kind of like you getting a speeding ticket. Okay, and then say, you know, Pat, we're going to take care of you because I've got three traffic cops right here <laughs> that I drink with on Friday night. Yeah. And we're going to all get drunk and look at your ticket, and then we're going to decide. But these are good guys. Trust me, I'm with the government. I promise we're going to be – everything's prom- going to be fine. And I think that was it. What, what did he have to gain by fighting other than dragging it out? Yeah. Uh, he yeah. had nothing to gain at that point. Once his lawsuit had been dismissed by the by the federal court, once the injunctive relief had no longer been allowed, then what does he have to gain? I think once you look at it that way, how 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 do you fix it? Because you're in a system that doesn't allow due process. And they say, oh well, if you'd have just explained yourself, he's explained himself for fourteen <laughs> yeah, years, forever. Yeah. So love him or leave him, have the evidence or not. Okay, you know, I mean. But you have the threat of witnesses you won't disclose on a test that's not positive that you're willing to strip him of all of his victories based upon him not talking. And my other question is, is how can they strip him of his victories when it is the UCI who awarded him those victories they or can't. the Society Tour de France? They can't. They can recommend it. And so, you know, of course, the French Cycling Federation was that who came out today, I think, and said um, they praised the USADA. Um, I believe it was the French Cycling Federation. Okay, I, I didn't came get out that on and said, "Oh, thank God, you finally got him." And you know, you can Jesus. say what you want, but really, but I mean, a witch hunt's a witch hunt's a witch hunt. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. Even if you you throw the net and catch a witch, it's still you burned a thousand people to get there. Yeah, yeah. And 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 in this case, you didn't even get anything good. I mean, the witch had stopped practicing a long time ago. You just went and burned some witch in her house that wasn't hurting anybody. And they have yet to file a poll report USADA. They won't either and they're going to try and protect their witnesses now. That's the only thing that I think could have been gained by Lance fighting is maybe they would have had to disclose some people and it would have probably I'm guessing it would have been people that yeah. you wouldn't have wanted disclosed but 
you know, so I guess there's the other side. If we're speculating, if you want to go on the side of the USADA, um, you know, you could uh, you could say that he quit because he didn't want to he didn't want to blow up bury his and teammates bigger. or yeah. Well, it would have bury blo- friends or I think it would have blown up bigger and bigger too. Of I mean, if you get George Hincapie on the stand somewhere, that's that's a problem for Lance. Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously, but I don't think you get guilt out of silence i mean we actually have this little case called miranda where you have a small i mean nobody knows about it but you actually have in america the right to remain silent yeah you don't have to say anything they have to prove your case he stayed silent and oh by the way he's guilty that sucks doesn't it doesn't that suck that sucks donkey balls it really sucks especially when the guys who are really good at it and only had to go 51 percent yeah Quit after, so they have, after blowing fourteen so, million dollars in, in research. Doesn't that suck? Jesus. And and um, from what I understand, from what I've researched a little bit today, Jan Ulrich himself has actually said if if awarded the Tour de France, he will not accept it. Good. And and Lance is going around introducing himself at major fundraisers as I am Lance Armstrong. I won the Tour de France seven times. He should. Yeah. He did. I mean, he anyway, you slice now, it. you know what? And that's the thing, you know, and uh, he was the best doped cyclist of that time. Likely. Yeah, that's that. That's that's what people Likely. are claiming. Yeah, that's what people are claiming. Do we want to encroach upon personal opinion and state whether we think he did it or not? Do we draw the line in the sand and say, Mark, do you think Lance Armstrong doped? I mean, you could. But... I don't want to. I You know, I, I could say, you know, okay. Looks, I'm at the looks point. Likely, <laughs> I'm mean. in the point. I'm at the point in my cycling career and my life of being a fanatic of the sport of cycling. I will watch somebody do something incredible, and I am now at the moment where I think, "Oh shit!" Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Mm-hmm. That was impressive. God damn it. How long is it going to be until somebody comes out and, and busts him? So, um, sad that cycling is the sport that got hit this way. That's another thing I want to talk about okay. too. Um, so, you know, if, if I had people asking me the day Lance decided not to contest and I, I said, there's a good chance he did. There's a very good chance he did. Um, but the thing is, and I don't know if this makes it right or wrong. There's a good chance that a lot of people were doing it at that point in time. And you cannot make a racehorse from a mule with a syringe full of EPO. You cannot, it will add a, it will add a benefit, but it will not make a tour de France winner out of me. No, me neither. It won't. 
No. Um, he he it was and still is an extremely gifted athlete. Um, whether you like him personally or not, I have some friends on Twitter who are outwardly cruel towards him. Um, I'm not going to go there. I don't. I don't necessarily like him as a person. I you've think never, he's kind of a dick. You've never been a big fan. You've uh, never been a huge fan. Oh, I loved watching his tours. Yeah. I loved watching his tours. I've always thought he's kind of a dick, personally, to be honest. And I'm not attacking him as a person. I just, you know, he's well, he we don't really him. know him. We're not going to be chums or yeah. friends, you know. And he probably won't come on the show. Um, so I can go out and say that I think personally he's kind of a dick. But you know what? He was, did some pretty fucking impressive things on a bike. And off the bike. I mean, that's yeah. the that's yeah. the part that I think gets lost is here's a guy who literally put his time and money where his mouth was. I mean, nobody he could have stopped years ago yeah. on the whole Livestrong thing. Yeah. Instead, he chooses to raise over a half billion dollars for cancer patients, which is more than I've done. Yeah, a lot more than I've, I've tried. Done. I've tried. I got a little penny cup. Add to yeah, it and I'm, I'm adding day. to it every now and then. And yeah. sometimes I'll throw a dollar in. Yeah. You know, and well, sometimes I need money for. The, parking meter or something i'll take a little starbucks out. is expensive it is oh my god son of a bitch oh especially the frappuccino oh, oh those are yummy those are delicious what is this going to do to the sport what what do we think is going to happen where are we going now i mean uh we're at a we're at a you know a beautiful and a shitty time when it comes to the sport of cycling we see something like the u.s pro cycling challenge which happened just about a week ago i don't know if you caught it it was an a, a epic race it was beautiful it was classic attacks it was came down to the final wire it was it was a fun race to watch and the tour of california too yeah i, I, mean, I was bored with the tour of but california, i mean that but we have it yes that we have them we have all these things going we have a problem with uh, um, one of the main title sponsors exergy unable to pay their their sponsorship bills right now well, that's unfortunate. and they're being sued by a manufacturer of some windmills and you know, but the, the CEO of Exergy has come on and has actually stated that they plan on making all these payments. So, you know, for some of the people who are crying, you know, witch, burn him, um, you know, I, I want to give Exergy a little bit more time. But where is this going to take us? What, you know, we get hit in the nuts every time we stand up. Well, I guess I guess that really goes to say that I would like to thank Travis Tigard for single-handedly destroying United States cycling. Um, I mean, he did a great job. He would it. say Lance Armstrong destroyed United States cycling. No, he did. Um, I mean, it's great for him to say whoever he wants to blame. He can go ahead and take that square blamely on the chin. Love to have you on the show, Travis. Yeah. Um, love to have you on the show. Uh, and, and and we'll make it a two-hour show because I'm you're going to spend some time with me. <laughs> um, you and I are going to have a, a bit I of get a to chat. see him uh, asking his uh, assistant to give us a call right now. Oh, I would love to see you on the show. And you know what? Tell you what, Travis, you want me to travel to you, I will. <laughs> um, no problem. I'll take the day off. It's not a problem at all. Yeah. But uh, I guess where do we go? What it, What is it with, with U.S. cycling? Well, why would you want to be a U.S. cycling star now? Absolutely. Why and would you want to do that? So you can go through the biggest star ever. And then you got fat old Greg LeMond sitting over there chiming in. And you know what? No one's ever questioned whether he was clean. Uh, yeah, he's not getting chased for it. I mean, Greg, and no one's ever asked him, and he's never said that he was. Greg has always gone out against against uh, doping. I mean, he has been a huge advocate for anti doping. Um, I'm, you know, I don't know Greg. I don't know anything about Greg. I'm not insinuating. Anything but about what Greg. I'm saying is, is I would sincerely doubt when I know Laurent Fignon um, was yeah. absolutely coked to the gills. Yeah, and I'd be very surprised if Bernard No was not. 
And I'd be very surprised if Greg LeMond was not in any way, shape, or form. I don't know. Not I an accusation in any way, shape, or form. Greg, I don't Greg know, but all I'm saying is, is, oh, no, you can sue me, Greg. Um, okay, sue Mark. Don't sue me. You're, you're a public figure, so good luck with that. Open um, me one of those. You're, you're, <laughs> you know, I mean, all I'd say is, is you know, you've put yourself in this, and I, I have no evidence that you're not clean, so maybe you should be stripped of all your titles. Because, I mean, you haven't said anything one way or the other, so therefore we should strip Greg Lamont. Well, I do love the fact that his wife, Kathy, went on to Twitter immediately after Lance uh, made his statement saying, um, there, um, there, ha- there is only one U.S. winner of the Tour de France, period, finally, period. Yeah, that's classy. That's that's nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know what? Lance Armstrong did more for U.S. cycling than Greg Lamond ever did, and Greg Lamond mm-hmm. did a lot. I, I won't, I won't piss and moan about Greg Lamond. I'm, I'm disappointed in Greg Lamond in the fact of how he handled being, you know, the first American winner, and he was somebody who did something that nobody thought could be done. Yeah. Greg Lamond did, and I thought I had posters of him up in my wall. I did too, and uh, I thought he was fabulous. And then for him to be so negative about Lance Armstrong's success and the way he treated it, and his solutions of taking a VO2 test after a mountaintop finish, yeah. which is frankly genius. Um, <laughs> really, yeah, that's that's what you do. And uh, sarcasm um, <laughs> in, inserted by Mark. Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course. Why? <laughs> Why did no one think of this before? <laughs> and uh, maybe maybe they should take a uh, maybe like they shouldn't eat that night, and then they could have a fasting blood work. The absolutely, next day, absolutely. Um, after a mountaintop finish. So uh, I, I I don't know. I mean, I just I've been very disappointed in Greg and how he handled his later fame years. I mean, he was a fantastic writer. He he's did. a, he's a suit happy guy. I mean, you know, he's, he's suing, he was suing Trek for their deals with the bikes. He was suing, um, God, I think he was suing the housing development he lives in, in Bozeman for crying out loud. Well, I mean, he should, I mean, I don't know. He's just crawl back under that rock he came from and, you Greg, know, Greg will be on the show soon. I'm sure. Good. I hope he will. Um, <laughs> you know, and we'll talk about, um, I don't know, diet, and uh, oh shit! Um, but uh, <laughs> I just hit my microphone with my forehead. I was like, oh says I, the, I don't know. Says I'm, the two chubbiest guys on Arrive Cycling Club. Cheers. <laughs> While we drink beer, yeah. But I, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't look that bad. No. And, uh, and so, <laughs> I guess I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's hard for me to really to really take stock in someone like that. But and and who's negative, negative, negative. There's no message from Greg Lamont on how to fix anything. And there's no message from Travis Tigert as to how to fix American cycling or world cycling. It's not American cycling. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, we got to come down to the conclusion that, you know, the guy who just won the Olympics is an, is a admitted ex doper. I mean, a Kurov, you know, we've got to, we've got to look at the point where yeah. I, I also think we got to look at the concept where these crimes being equal among sport. Um, I, you know, we've got everything from Olympic medals being taken away to Tour de France victories being taken away to um, a 50 game suspension for a fucking baseball player, you know, who admittedly takes testosterone. He receives a 50 gay, 50 gay game suspension in baseball. What is that? A week? Yeah. No, it's a while, but. But Jesus Christ. And so why aren't we taking away 
all of that team's victories while he was playing on the team. Correct. Okay, every hit he received is gone. Every uh, you know, every run he scored, every every catch he made is gone. Let's re completely revamp the scores and see who won those goddamn baseball baseball games. Baseball's an Olympic sport too. Yeah, let's see who won those games. Okay, USADA, go get him. Yeah, go get him and strip him. Yeah, but you don't. They don't have a remedy for that. All they have is a sensationalist remedy, and and that's what's wrong. But the the punishment does not fit the crime. If that's what we're applying, a 50, 50 game suspension. How come? Going back 14 years. 14 years and removing an entire career's worth of victories. Lance could not be prosecuted for rape 14 years after the fact. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So Let me put that into perspective. What I'm saying is, that, okay, so let's say this, this baseball player admits to it this year. I want, him, I want USADA to go back and get every vial of piss he has ever created since he became a baseball player. Bring it. Let's do it then. If you're going to go, go. Exactly. That's exactly. I mean, unfortunately, we don't have much of a debate here because. No, you and I are both in agreement. I mean, and. and but I'm pissed. I, I'm, I'm just like, are you kidding me? And why would you want to be an American athlete, period, in the Olympics now? Because what about Michael Phelps? I mean, he did pot. Yeah. I mean, busted. That's, he got busted, yeah. like on film. Yeah. You know, do we do we take his victories? I mean. Well, it wasn't done during an event, I guess. Do you know? No. We I mean, might. We let shit. Let's get the vials. Let's get the vials and let's get all of this. To the vials. To the vials. Always. Yeah. You know. And uh, let's let's make sure Ryan Lochte's tested 14 years ago. Let's take him back to his seven-year-old days. No, all yeah. that's ridiculous. I mean, that's not. That's. I mean, that's really not what we're asking. But to be an American athlete now, what if we looked? And what if Mr. Tiger actually did his job and looked prospectively instead of retroactively? I mean. How do you stop doping? Or why don't we ask the question, just spitballing here, how is doping harmful? Yeah, absolutely. Why don't we look at why are we trying to stop doping? My guess is one of two reasons. One, it kills young athletes. And two... From abuse. Well, well, let's say doping. I mean, there was the Dutch uh, time trial team that won the, nat- the world championship and then... Five out of the six died or something like that. That was in the 90s. Do you think this is something that could be regulated where it actually becomes an inclusive part of the sport? People would just cheat harder. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I I, I don't know if that's necessarily the case. But you you look at one, why is doping bad, which it is. I mean, I I think it really is because it kills young athletes because they'll just push it that much harder. But the other question is, is, you know, if you have it, how do you go forward the other reason it's bad, I guess, too, is because those who don't want to dope have to. I think that's probably the biggest thing is somebody who wants to be a clean athlete and and compete on a level playing field without, oh, you got the really good EPO and I just got the so-so EPO. Yeah. That's not cool. Um, Mark, um, you got the really good carbon fiber rims and I got the really crappy good old GP4s from the 1980s. You know, I mean, those things happen. I mean, if you look at the swimsuits yeah. at the Olympics, uh, there's there's a pretty. But once you get to the the richer com- countries, there's parity. I mean, I think the Chinese have the, yeah. the same swimsuits that the the Americans have, and and everything else. So no, but my point is, is if you, you got the more expensive drugs, well, you you know, I've seen a lot of bikes at start lines that have uh, cost a lot more than mine. Yeah, but I mean, it's it it, it goes. I think those who don't want to alter their body to race i i think in in theory that should be the case yeah 
but it's not the case, and it's never been the case. I wonder if this is something that could be regulated to the point where, you know, it it become a safer alternative. I mean, I'm not advocating, but I'm not. I don't know. I mean, simply because allegedly Lance Armstrong got stripped, I don't think we should give up the fight on doping. But I don't see how you take one sport and say that, like, my understanding I is have track and field athletes are notorious for doping. I mean, yeah. just uh, just looking at some shot putters, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but uh, we don't strip them of victories 14 years after the fact. I also have a problem with USAT and their po- policy on not allowing competition for athletes for athletes who have been tested you mean usada been, no or usat triathlon okay good. why can, why couldn't lance even even before he was banned for life was banned from triathlon yeah i think that's i think that's silly well yeah especially yeah. considering how many records he held yeah i mean uh, you know i i well, I don't know. I think having a guy like Lance at those triathlons was doing great things for the sport of triathlon. That and he was thrown down, and nobody yeah. said he was racing dirty there. No. He was tested there. So, I mean, I, I think that was a bad move. He's a bad move all around. I mean, I I guess, and it doesn't matter if it's the Chinese ping pong team or anybody else. It's, you know... Well, it's not ping pong. It was badminton. Sorry. And God, that uh, was, yeah. But I mean, you know, and that's my last rant. But I would say it doesn't matter who it is. It's like, are you going to enforce a policy across the board? Which you don't. Yeah. You do not. You go on a witch hunt and you nail one guy. No, it's, I mean, and you didn't even go after the entire Peloton, nor did you go after the entire American Peloton. No, exactly. Levi Leipheimer's fine. Levi was on the same team. I uh, no. No, was he on Rabbit? Well, was he on Rabbit Bank? He was. He, was on, he spent some time on Discovery. He spent some time Postal. on the tour. Why don't we check him out? Yeah. Why don't we? You know, and I, I, the Rich George's brother, Rich Hincap, he's a friend of mine. So you know, I, you know, what, but I will say it. Why don't they go after George then? Because he's a too nice of a guy. Because America Probably. likes him too much. Um, why, you know, why aren't they going after all these guys? Every single guy, Fred Rodriguez, who's won some stages, you know, who did, who did a point. good career. Yeah. It's just, ah, oh, it pisses me off. Well, it, it, really just, it, it frustrates me that a, a quasi, uh, um, governmental agency and it's quasi, they are not a governmental agency yeah. can claim jurisdiction over an event in France can claim jurisdiction over events. They didn't even exist when they came about and they yeah. can say, Oh, we can take them all. And who in the hell are you? And their timing is just weird. Why didn't they, you know, especially if they've been in operation since 2000. I think you said it. Why didn't they just start then? Well, I mean, Why you've been they around. just dive in? Yeah. You know, I mean, you've been around. I mean, obviously, you you know, you, you but no, it's sexy now. Or there is there is the other option. This is another thing. I mean, I'm just kind of spitballing here. What was the agenda that was handed to them and by who? And you know, we always look at lobbying and politics. I mean, did the French lobby for this? Yeah. I mean, and I think it's likely they did. I mean, quite frankly, the UCI is a very powerful organization. There's a very good chance that they had to investigate Lance. And, you know, and of course, I'll say, no, we did that to make things right. What did you make right? You didn't even do it right. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's kind of like you know, killing a hundred people to save 101. Well, I think, I think if this were to all come truth, if everybody were to throw down and admit a hundred percent truth, I think there are people involved with UCI. I think there are people involved with the society tour de France that would 
that we're all getting taken care of at those times. There's something this large. If this is the case, if this is the case that Lance did all this, okay, it's too, it's too big. Yeah, I mean, it's, everybody has to have a hand in the pie. Um, you can't ju- one guy and one team cannot simply make all this happen. You cannot be tested 500 times by different people randomly at any time throughout the course of a day. You can't go down. I think Phil Liggett said in a statement recently, I can't go down to the pub without reporting where I'm going to the to the drug testing. And they can come in there and they can find me everywhere. There is no way after 500 clean tests that this can't be done without a lot of freaking people in on it. Well, if you look at 500 clean tests, to put that into perspective, that would be like being tested every day for a year and a half. Yeah. Every day at random. Yeah. You know. And, oh, yeah, it wasn't. I mean, it was, like, spread out and... Yeah, and sometimes two or three times a day or here and there or, you know, and it's just... I I, I think there are too many people, and I think, uh, even though I, as I said earlier, I think he's a dick, but I think he's... I think he's getting his ball slapped for something that a lot more people should be brought down with him. Well, I mean, even so, I mean, I don't know him, so I'm not going to... No, I don't either. I I mean, I I really don't know him, so I, I, I... you know, I've heard tales and all that stuff. But, yeah, we're you basing know, it all off the hearsay. But, but yeah. uh, realistically, you don't do that to anyone. Let's just say he's the worst person alive. Yeah. You don't do that. You don't do that to anyone. The idea, I thought, was that we're Americans and that we have a rule of law and that you don't take things away from people without giving them a chance to defend themselves. That's what I thought we were, but apparently we're not. Um, my bad. <laughs> Um, that's, that's on me, I guess. And so it, it offends me to my deepest core that the USADA is that shoddy of an agency and that big of a joke. I want somebody from the USADA on the show. Oh, I'd love to have them and we can call them and see if they'll come on. I, I think we should. I think we should. Let's call them. See if we can get um, them. you know what? It's kind of funny. Here we are, a, a podcast that sometimes considers. Do they have ourselves- a 1-800 number? Let me look. Let me look. You're supposed to fill while I talk. So, my, I mean, contact that's, us. that's my question. I got to contact us. you actually. I do. Oh, they, they're on. It's not one. Oh, yes, I do have a one. Can we dial them right now? Um, Can we get them on? I mean, that's my question because we're here. We've got Fat Tire Ale. Let's no, call them. I can't on the iPad. Oh, so sad. Well, let me copy it and put it into Skype. Oh, let's do that. Let's Skype them. How fun is that? Oh, Hello, USADA. This is it, folks. You're talking. Live. You're talking. This is it live right now. We're calling the USADA. <laughs> You're doing the We've talking. We've had it with them. You're doing the talking. <laughs> yes. I was just, I'm curious about what they're doing for baseball. Because <laughs> I love the great American pastime. As anybody who knows me knows that I cannot be torn away from a baseball game. And oh. I would hate, I would hate, Pat, and to the depths of my soul to see the great American pastime sullied by performance enhancing drugs. I'm calling them. Oh, here they come. Here you go. You can hear that? USADA. Can you, hopefully our listeners can hear that. Yeah, they can. Bada and Athlete Express. We are currently closed. Oh. Are 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Mountain Time, Monday through Friday. Shit. You know your party's extension. You oh, absolutely. Time. Okay. If you're an athlete with whereabouts or testing questions, press 1. For questions on medication, the prohibited list, or therapeutic use exemptions, press 2. 
to report doping, press 3. To leave a message here, press 4. If you are a member of the news media, four. press 5 to be connected to the communications team. I hit 5. Please yeah. hold while I transfer your call. <laughs> How fun is this? Pat and Mark were last seen. <laughs> well, we will probably never be able to race again. I'm fine with that. I'm fat and slow anyway. Hello, USADA. <laughs> You've reached the voice of your relationship. No, I don't want to. I'm going to have to delete it. Yeah, sorry. We didn't actually get a name on the air. We yeah. didn't mean to. I'm going to delete that name. I'm going to delete that yeah, name. Yeah, our in bad. The but post. we will be yeah. leaving a message later on. Yeah, our absolutely. bad. We expected to get the communications. Yeah, people. we wanted to bring somebody and ask them if we could have them on air. So I'm going to delete that name from the air because I don't think that's, that's something. That's not cool to her. No, that's, I mean, she probably just works there. PR. Girl. This is a sweet gig. It's in sports. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I think that's. I think we've we've done all we can to be continued. Yes, to be continued. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, boys and girls, um, you know, as I was stating earlier, we kind of pride ourselves on being kind of a bunch of goofballs, and we hopefully try to make you laugh a couple times throughout the podcast. But as I also said, that was the elephant in the room. Um, you can't continue on reporting or talking about something in the sport of cycling and or triathlon without without talking about that subject. And and I thought with you and your your experience, that was something that had to happen. So um, thank you for humoring us. Um, also, thank you for ranking us on iTunes before I cut into Mark's rant. Um, because uh, we're you know we're, we had the one bad rant the other day, the one bad review the other day that I thought was hilarious. Oh, what did we no, get? I didn't hear about. No, it. I t- I think I told you about that. It was the day after we talked about specific uh, people and organizations. Oh, yeah, we did. We had one. Uh, you know, we have good ratings on iTunes, and then we had one negative. And I thought that was negatives. awesome. Yeah. Oh, I love the negatives. Yeah. I don't have a problem with the negatives. You know, if you're angry with us, if you think Lance Armstrong is a god, please God send us something. Talk to us. Info at packfiller dot com. Yeah. Or talk to me in directly patrick mm-hmm. at packfiller.com i want to hear from our listeners i think yeah. it's great mm-hmm. so um there we did it we talked about it and um now we can get on to talking about farts and stuff like that but first and foremost i do believe it's mr hudson's turn to rant i do and tonight's going to be a little bit short i think we've heard this before about selective enforcement the idea that you selectively enforce rules in sport and i could bore you all night the issue tonight really will go along with lance armstrong And I guess the word tonight is bullies. I don't understand how we as a culture can actually accept bullies, but yet we do encourage them. And by going along with what just happened to Lance Armstrong, simply because you don't like Lance Armstrong or you think he's abrasive, or even if there was some sort of negative press that he ignored his daughter at a, at a triathlon or something along those lines, whether you like him or not, The problem isn't the fact that he is a good or a bad person. The problem should always be, are the same rules applied to all the athletes in the sport at the same time? And how do you make the sport better? I don't know if you like the show or not. Frankly, if you listen, hopefully you think we're doing the right thing and that we have a positive message and we're actually increasing the validity or at least the enjoyment of all endurance sports. To me, Lance Armstrong did that for me. He increased my enjoyment of cycling after I'd quit racing even. He actually gave America hope. He was the person who, he was the comeback kid. 
And now you have a bully. You have someone who will not tell you who his witnesses are. He will not tell you the procedures he has. He will not show you a positive test. And he will not. And then he goes ahead and chooses the judges. This is after your legal system, which for better or worse is still the best in the world. I work in it. It does make mistakes. Had quit. The legal system had quit on Lance Armstrong. They didn't quit on Barry Bonds. They didn't even quit on Roger Clemens. They quit on Lance Armstrong. They gave up because they didn't have enough. But here, someone gets to come along and make their own rules. I would tell you today, look a little further. Don't just simply go, okay, they must have enough because they say they do. Well, I say, no, check it out yourself. Find out what the USADA is. They are a bunch of people just like you and me. Simply because someone says something is true does not mean that is the facts. Check it out for yourself. And also, check out Lance Armstrong's claims too. Doesn't mean he's right. And we all agree. Maybe he's dirty. Maybe he's not. What difference does it make? The goal today should be to look proactively and prospectively towards the sport. How do you make something better? The decisions over the last few weeks made nothing better. In fact, they made everything worse. They did nothing towards testing. They did nothing towards future athletes. And they did nothing towards protecting young athletes' health. Instead, it was a witch hunt towards an athlete who's not even racing. You should hold them accountable. And to that end, that's why I'm a little pissed off. Thank you, and thanks for listening. In the Pack Filler Studios, I'm Pat Bolger. I'm Mark Hodson. Stay tuned for more. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.